Hi. I don't know why I just Good did Good morning. That. Thank you so <laughs> much. I am exhausted. But <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, we were both just like, uh, we're tired. I think that's why I had to do the little sing, sing song in the beginning of the that right there. I know. Um, I hype myself up. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you've had a pretty uh, bopping, exciting weekend. I did. I had a big weekend um, on Thursday. I might say a vampire weekend. I, I had a vampire weekend, <laughs> which is to say I didn't sleep. Yes. <laughs> and I'm cranky. Yes. <laughs> um, no. Uh, on Thursday, I played D&D. Fun. Fun. So exciting. Your first time. Um my first time it was amazing so fun I had a great time and then I got pulled over um but I didn't get a ticket this is so, <laughs> not really important to me annoying me to saying what happened my weekend yeah. but <laughs> um and then I went to Toy Story 4 oh. which we'll come back to yes we will come back <laughs> um and then on so it was Thursday on Friday I went to Vampire Weekend and like pre-gamed with some friends so that was just like a long evening and I love Ezra. I love him so much. Yeah. Did he do anything fun? Did he? Was there like um, anything I mean, about just him? Just his like, just like basking in his presence was so fun. Uh-huh. He was wearing Patagonia shorts, so he like looked like a camp counselor, which was confusing. That sounds about right. Though. But um, I love him. What do you? How do you think their house is decorated? I don't know. It's very confusing to me because the whole aesthetic of this album, I'm like visually not crazy about. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I love the album, but it like it's a lot of like bright green and bright blue and like little yeah. pictures and stuff like, like little, that. Like, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was wearing like a blue like quarter zip and like bright green Patagonia shorts. And, it's, and, like, he fully looked like... I mean, he looked like he was, like, 20 years old. Like, he looked like Elio. He is pretty <laughs> ageless, because, like, though, as is. Yes. Oh, no, he definitely is. But, like, anyone in shorts, like, I just assume you're 20. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I don't know, like, grown men that wear shorts, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, Guys do get kind of like, screwed. 35. <laughs> is he 35? Well, because Rashida's a bit older than him. I think she's, like, 41 or something. Yeah, I think she's in her 40s, and I think he's 35. I guess I don't know. Okay. In my head, he's 35. Yeah. Because he's perfect to me, and all men that are perfect to me are 35. Yeah. Did they do any, like, <laughs> up close to his face? Like, can you – does he still um, look good? Like, I they, they didn't really do any, like, screen stuff. I mean, I was in the pit, so I felt like I was getting a good view, but I wasn't, like, all up on yeah. him, you know? Remember but, when he was um, in the I mean, boys' I'm, music video, the Charlie XCX, and he's just brushing his teeth? Yes. And it's, it's an aesthetic. I, and he's with Mark Ronson, which I like. I rewatched that music video recently, and I was like, that's so fun because she was engaged to him at one point, mm-hmm, and now, like, mm-hmm. he's partners with her, but they're all, I guess, like, one big happy family. Yeah, I don't know how to say. I, I just love him. Did you see Rashida Jones is actually, she's a writer on Toy Story 4? Oh, I think I'd heard that, yeah. actually. But. It's like it, this movie went through so many iterations. Like you never know, yeah. Like what version, like she was so working apparently on. Apparently, you know? when they, um, I don't know exactly who it was, but someone saw Celeste and Jesse forever, and they wanted Rashida mm-hmm. Jones because of that. 
which I thought was really interesting. Mm. So I thought like maybe me and you were the only people in the world who saw Celeste and Jesse forever. Um, Right. But apparently that's (laughs) not the case. So yeah, she's actually credited as one of the writers on Toy Story 4. Interesting. But yeah. But yeah, and they played like a really long set list. It was like almost 30 songs, I think. Um, they played for like two and a half hours. Who, uh, <laughs> what's their stage presence like? like? I just picture them kind of just like sitting honestly, there playing their instruments. Yes, and that's I think that's what I expected. So I was like pleasantly surprised. I mean, it wasn't like hugely, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, aerobic, but um, like the bass player Chris was kind of like bopping and he like shook his booty a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Ezra did a lot of like arm movement type things. Like he put his arms out to the sides mm-hmm. and he'd like pull his arms in. It's a lot of arm stuff with Ezra when he's not playing, mm-hmm. you know. But um, he also liked to like turn away from the crowd and do a little booty shake too. Honestly, I was just like having a great time. Did they do any fun <laughs> covers? Because I've seen that it's been like pitchfork has been basically been for every show that they go to for the fun covers that they do they have a very excited article about it like i saw when they're in indiana they played the parks and rec mm-hmm. theme song okay we got everywhere fleetwood mac cover oh, okay that's the only cover we got i think so, so. maybe not north carolina Ooh, specific whoa. but i mean i, I want to be with you everywhere that's fun okay <laughs> but it was fun yeah and then i mean they played like Almost everything I'd want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get Walcott, mm. which if I was being needy, I'd want. Had or, you seen them before? Like, campus. No. Oh. Um, I mean, the last time they toured, I was in college and I was too poor to go. I don't even think they went to Atlanta. And before that, I was like too young. <laughs> I guess like Savannah isn't close to anywhere that Vampire Weekend would go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've never... Yeah, I've never seen them before, but I'm admittedly not as big of a fan as you. I have listened to the new mm-hmm. record, though. And I think that was, like, the first yeah. time I've ever listened to a Vampire Weekend album from start to finish. Oh, my God. You're so missing out. <laughs> um, Contra is the only one that I think is, like, isn't, like, perfection. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they have three great albums. Actually, there's so much going on on Father of the Bride. There are a few good runs. Like, the Harmony Hall through Unbearably White's a really good little chunk speaking of unbearably white the the, the crowd yeah pretty much (laughs) i was dying i was cackling in my head because i was like this is just like all i could see is like besides the stage just like a bunch of white people like barely even oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. there were there were actually more more people of color than i would have expected (laughs) if i if i had been picturing it in my head it would have been full-on only white people but um I mean, they were, I, I would have liked it no matter what, but they were really good live. Yeah, so. that's awesome. They sounded really good because I was like my yeah. thing that I commented on your Instagram story. And like Ezra has such like a unique voice. Like I don't mm-hmm. assume that they do much to like enhance it in any way for the records, mm-hmm. but he sounded exactly. And that's like through like an iPhone, you know, like through your phone and whatnot. Like it sounded exactly the same. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. He, he, it was great. I had a great and time. And yeah, now I feel like I've seen Vampire Weekend because I watched like your three videos that you took. Of course. <laughs> Perfect. That's all uh, I need. Um, and then last night, did you? Yesterday. Yeah, you had a big day yesterday. I had a, I had a pool party during the day and I got a little sunburn. I don't know if you can see that. Oh. Um, and then I went home and took a nap, <laughs> which was probably a mistake because I woke up from my nap and I was like, I'll never get up. I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, 
but then I still I went to um, a friend Taylor Presley's engagement party so congrats to Tay and Christian nice getting married very cool so and I came back here and I still didn't get enough sleep and here we and are. you didn't finish all the movies you were supposed to. <laughs> I did it. I didn't do all my homework. Okay, but like, nor. <laughs> yeah. It's so tiring. I know. It is. There's <laughs> so many movies. <laughs> yeah. I had a pretty, like, laid-back weekend. I, um, Friday night, it was a friend's birthday. Um, and mm-hmm. so I went to that with some friends, and it was nice. And I got to, you know, just hang around and catch up with some people I hadn't seen in a while. So that was lovely. And then yesterday, I was staying on theme and getting in preparation for our discussion today i Mm -hmm. went and saw toy story again i saw it on thursday night as well and i loved it Mm -hmm. and so i brought oh my gosh i brought a friend with me to see it yesterday and then i went to keanu thon last night as well which is to say that this week the reason why we are both so exhausted is because we've been watching an absurd amount of keanu reeves movies (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i love him but i'm very tired (laughs) i've watched nine no sorry one two three four five six oh my gosh you've absolutely beat me i've I've been like shamefully behind you on that Um, i've watched seven keanu reeves movies this week um and then we both recently i would say like in the past maybe like six months had seen always be my maybe and destination wedding you saw and john wick three uh, I saw John Wick 3. I saw all the John Wicks in like a week. I hadn't seen any of them. Okay, I've only so seen three. So recently I watched all the John Wicks, and then this week I watched Bill and Ted. The Matrix, Bill and Ted's, Toy Story, and Speed. Okay. Yeah, mine were Matrix, Point Break, Speed, Parenthood, <sighs> The Lake House, Something's Gotta Give, Toy Story 4, <sighs> and then went to Keanu-thon. <laughs> I, yeah, you, I'm... I can't imagine <laughs> how exhausted you must be. Do you feel like you're in the Matrix because you're? I kind of do. I kind of do. So deep in the Keanu. Yeah. Um, I ended up leaving Keanu Thon early because, like, I was getting really tired, and it was just two out. Basically, I had never been to a master pancake at Alamo Draft House, but it's basically like if you, there was a DV commentary of just comedians making fun of a movie. And so it'd be like, they would make comments, be like, what the fuck are they holding? Or like, why are they doing that? Or they would like insert lines as to like what they think that the person should be saying. Yeah, it's like mystery science theater. Sure. But here's the thing. (laughs) I know Keanu Reeves isn't the world's best actor, but I love him. And so I was getting tired and I was like, I don't know how many more jokes I can hear about how confused he looks all the time (laughs) this is it is interesting though i think like this has been a real exercise um recently for me on keanu and uh i think it was i can't remember if it was griffin newman we we keep talking about blank check now but from blank check i think it was when he was on film spotting though he was talking about keanu and how like in recent years keanu's taken everything that like works for him and cut out all the stuff that like doesn't work for him like he's like obviously i don't think like his you know body of work is flawless 100 percent, but like with time he's really like locked in on what makes keanu great yeah. and he's like only doing that now like he's like the duke kaboom stuff is just so like 
priceless. Duke Kaboom, <laughs> he is fantastic. I was like, maybe he should be a voice actor. Like, I, I love this. I think he could do anything. I love this for him. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess as far as we've watched a bunch of Keanu Reeves movies lately, including Toy Story, mm-hmm. what's your favorite of the movies you've seen and then your favorite Keanu performance? Oh, wow. This is so hard. Um, I am such a sucker. <laughs> so, I mean, Toy Story 3 could four. be, or Toy Story 4 could be my favorite. Um, you're thinking I don't know. Bias. I don't know. That's, that's, I'm, I'm very hesitant to say that, obviously. I just really liked it. But I am just like long time big Point Break stan. Okay. You know this. I love Point Break. I think it's so good. I think he's so good in it. Um, but I also love Something's Gotta Give. <laughs> so I guess just to split the ballot, I'm going to say Toy Story 4 is too recent, so I'm going to kick it out. And I'll say that my favorite movie is Something's Gotta Give, but my favorite Keanu is Point Break. Okay. Not always be my maybe. Not always be my... Oh, God. It is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie that came out in 2019, I can't fully yeah. <laughs> compare against, like... I mean, this is your first time watching Point Break. Like, did you love it? Don't you think it's a perfect movie? I don't think it's a perfect movie. So here's the thing. As I was rating these movies, and I gave Point Break a four, first time I've ever seen it. And then I gave Mm -hmm. The Matrix a four, which was, like, kind of untrue Mm. for me. But, like, the thing with, like, The Matrix is that, like, it's such a franchise. And it was such a big deal when it came out. I'm just entering into it like 20 years too late. And so like I can't be completely unbiased watching it. And it's like I understand like there's like so much fanfare around this. So like I'm like this is like a good movie. It's like well done and it's fun. I wouldn't – I don't know if I need to like rewatch it over and over again. So the movie mm-hmm. that really surprised me the most, that being said... Oh my god, I can't believe you're going to say this. Speed. I fucking love I knew you were going to say speed. that. <laughs> I, like, I, like, just thinking about speed makes me giggle. And I think it's like partially because it's like so bananas and so wild and so insane. But also, like, it's like kind of one of those things where it's like so bad that it's good. But then you're like, it's not a bad movie. It's actually like yeah. a pretty fun movie. Like I It's just it's just like everything is dialed up to 11 and it's ridiculous but then you're kind of like, well, like this is I was watching Speed and I was like, okay, this isn't how the LAPD would handle this situation. But then I was like, Meg, how would they handle this? Well, it's situation? the SWAT team, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I it's just like it's so bananas. I like I'm so sad. It I was is. like I can't wait to evangelize this movie that came out 25 years ago to anyone. Yeah, who you're going to be insufferable. I'm so glad I'm not friends with you in person. I <laughs> I like I'm going to be like what, look I've already googled if the showing at any theater around here. Why would it be showing? It wouldn't be. But like sometimes Just put a fandangle alert on just in case. Sometimes Alamo they do like fun specialty programming. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I thought it was so fun. And I was like, I wish I could see this in theaters. And for your birthday, you should rent out an Alamo theater and watch Speed. Speed. Everyone would be like, Lauren, <laughs> we don't care. Well, and I think. Lauren, please. Kind of to your point was like, I feel like this was like maybe. And I'm no real 
basis of saying this, but like this was one of his first like actiony, more actiony roles. And so like mm-hmm. I feel like Keanu in Speed is very good. Like mm-hmm. it's exactly who he should be. Like it's like action, there's a little bit of romance, but you know Was Speed after Point Break? Yeah. They were both like early nineties. Yeah, so I think it was um two thousand or nineteen ninety four was when Speed came out. Okay. And Point Break was nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Okay. So But so I guess I feel like I need to address the matrix in the room. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> because I think that's everyone for, you know, twenty six years of my life has been telling me I need to watch the Matrix. Right. And in my head I was like, I will, but I don't I feel like it probably doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know like everything about the Matrix. Like there's nothing about the Matrix that's gonna surprise me or interest me because I feel like it's so like steeped in the culture, like it's not I'm not going to be like, oh, wow, look, that happened in the Matrix. That's crazy. Because, like, mm-hmm. I know what happens in the Matrix. Right. <laughs> and I watched it. And it held up a lot better than I, I would have expected. I agree. So I was like, okay, you know what? Props. But at the same time, it is like, I know every, Like, I know that a glitch in the Matrix is this thing that happens. And I know that, like, the spoon isn't real. And I know that uh, he wears, like, the full leather jacket outfit. And they do, like, the bullet time thing. And Lawrence Fishburne gives him the red pill and the blue pill. And you can see it in his glasses. Lawrence Fishburne (laughs) looks so young in this movie. It is insane. He's also so so skinny. I mean, it was fully 20 years ago, so fair. Yeah, it's just kind of insane to me. But also, Keanu kind of looks the same. Yeah, I mean, he's ageless. <laughs> the only thing that changes is uh, his hair and like how patchy yeah. his. I don't beard actually is. think he's. I don't actually think he's that. He's as ageless as like Paul Rudd is the one for me. Yeah, you know, like, I agree. There was that quiz where they were like, pick out, put in order the pictures of the, these Paul Rudd pictures. And normally, I'm like, okay, this is like a fun exercise, but I can do this. And I was looking at those Paul Rudd ones, and I was like, <laughs> no fucking idea. Yeah, I think I got like. A 26 out of 30 on that one. So I did pretty well, but it's a lot of, like, fashion clues, you know? Yes. And it also, also like, a background. You'd yeah. be like, oh. Yeah. This seems like this era. Yeah. I haven't rewatched Destination Wedding, but I feel like mm-hmm. that might be, and that's very recent, but that might be my, that's my something's got to give. Oh, wow. And, but I also just, I really love speed. But isn't something's got to give your something's got to give? No, because I don't. <laughs> something's got to give is so good. It's insane to me that Jack Nicholson would win in this scenario. And, like, also yes. Keanu plays, like, maybe more of a robot in that movie than in any of the movies. Because he's, like, just so, he, like, cool, calm, and collected. He is a demon summoned from hell in that movie. I feel like he's so strange. Like, he's so strange. He the full, character makes no sense. He full-on tries to propose to her. He's always like, I've her. seen all your plays. Yeah, but he, like, full-on tries to propose to her, like, while Jack Nicholson is there. It's just, like, the strangest thing. He's like, no, like, I have this in the bag. She loves me. We reconnected because her sister if invited me. If I were me. Keanu... If I were Keanu and Jack Nicholson showed up, I would not see him as a threat, though. Keanu isn't wrong. I know. He Well, at one point, she was like, or he was like, I'm a doctor. Like, I've never been married. These are normally pluses for women. And D- Diane Keaton just, like, could not care less. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. The only thing I like about Something's Gotta Give 
is the fact that Keanu Reeves and Diane Keaton probably had a relationship after that movie came out, and I respect that. Yes, I love that. And, the, I mean, that can't... I, I don't want to fight you about something's got to give. We have so many movies to talk about. But something's got to give is a masterpiece. Something's got to give starts off with Stop. Butterfly by Crazy Town. Yeah. And come, you, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar. Baby. And it's absolutely <laughs> And it's just real. like Jack Nicholson being like, women, I love them. <laughs> it's bananas to me. Did you ever think, like, even young Jack Nicholson was cute? No, I thought, like, the whole goof was that, like, movie stars didn't have to be hot back in the day. But he was still, like, a womanizer. I don't understand. Yeah, but that's, like, a... I don't know. I think, like... uh, I think it's just, like, a, you know, thing where, like, rich men (laughs) get laid. I know this sounds crazy. I know. Tell me more about this phenomenon (laughs) that was sweeping the 70s. (laughs) I did. Have you ever seen the movie The Last Detail? No. Okay. Well, Jack Nicholson, like young Jack Nicholson's in it, and it's just like, yeah, this doesn't work I for think me. The, and like, <laughs> yeah, I think the youngest Jack Nicholson I've seen is The Shining, and that doesn't work for me okay. for other reasons. For many reasons. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think like, yeah, like that would never fly nowadays if there's just like a guy that looked like that. That was like the biggest movie star in the world, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Um, we have like how many Chris's now? <laughs> I know. It's just like something's got to give. I remember seeing that like as a kid. Like I think my family and I saw it in the theaters. It was like our. That's so funny. Which, it's like I don't know what in the world like made everyone think that this would be a movie that everyone would enjoy. Because when did, I think that came yeah. out in like what, 2002 or something? Mm, that sounds about right so i was like 11 12 i was like preteen, and my, my parents i guess along the way were like maybe the children will like this movie about these like <laughs> over 60 folks finding love like, it's like i can't think of something a teen would be less interested in a preteen. i like don't even think there I is into keanu reeves like there's just like yeah well you draw. didn't know I didn't know. Like, I don't understand what's happening I didn't here. No, yeah. So yeah, something's got to give. It was like a fun rewatch, but kind of to your point, it's that you made um, when we talked about it another time. It's very long. The like act yes. structure of it is very strange to me. Yes. Um, That's a Nancy Myers thing. There's like <laughs> every movie is thirty minutes longer than you think it is. <laughs> it's just like it's so, <laughs> it's so strange because the first like hour hour and a half covers like one mm-hmm. week's time and then it's like oh mm-hmm. six months ahead oh three months ahead and it's just like oh yeah okay keeping up with amanda pete's life like oh she's engaged oh she has a baby yeah. oh now they're all with the family <laughs> like, yeah it was yeah she's all of a sudden she's engaged she's pregnant the baby's been born and like yeah. literally 20 minutes have gone by in the actual movie but apparently like 12 years in Amanda Pete's life. Yeah. We're going to talk about this more next week because we already recorded next week's episode because Nora is going away. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're interested in the Nancy Myers, <laughs> like, oeuvre of films, the Blank Check series on Nancy Myers is really interesting. Yeah. And I, I just, it's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> She's a strange woman. And they actually do Catherine Bigelow as well. So if you want to hear about Point Break, oh, 
Let's talk about Point Break. Let's talk about Point Break. I love Point Break. What do you love about it? Okay, so when did you first see Point Point Break? Because that's I was probably in high school. That's the thing with like a lot of like, well, I think with like any movie, it's all kind of dependent upon when you see things. Yeah. Okay. High school. Um, So here's the thing about Point Break. There's like two sexy boys. I'm sorry. They love each other. I'm sorry. (laughs) Who are these? The sexy boys. Yeah. That would be Keanu. <laughs> Got it. And that would be Patrick Swayze. A, you don't think? No. His hair is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. And it's, like, about them, like, coming to terms with their, like, bromance to each other. Oh, my God. Like, it's... I... I love it. Okay. <laughs> like, Keanu is, like... He knows that, I mean, like, he, like, falls in love with Bodhi, and he can't, like, betray him, because he loves yeah, him. He does. And I Even think though he it's has very, an actual like, love interest in the movie. Yes. And I think, like, I think this is one of, like, the best, like, examples of, like, the female gaze, which, like, it's not, like, really overtly sexual, but, like... Like, we're lingering on, like, Keanu, and it's just, like, shot really beautifully, and, like, Patrick Swayze's all, like, dangerous and sexy. I can't believe you don't think he's hot. No, absolutely. But also, I think Keanu Reeves is so hot in this movie that it's hard. Oh, my God. I fully remember when I texted you, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so overwhelmed right now. After after the scene where, like, they wake up on the beach, and he's like, oh, shoot, shit, I'm late. And then he proceeds to, like, kiss her for, like, five minutes. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you late or not? I'd be like, I don't even care. I'd be like, stay with me forever. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I just, I think it's really good. And I think it's really, like, pretty. Yeah. And Keanu's in it. Do you like the intro? Keanu just gets absolutely wrecked by a naked woman like yeah like destroyed like i don't think keanu wins a single fight in this movie no no he just gets like his ass handed to him 24 7 yeah oh it's really i just like it yeah i mean it was good i i'm like notoriously bad with home viewings for things like i just Mm -hmm. get kind of distracted especially for like Mm -hmm. things like these are little self uh, these little s- series that we put on ourselves. And yes. so I wasn't fully... Because you're like, I might not be watching Point Break if I didn't have to. Yeah. But, uh, so again, like, I would want to see that in a movie theater. I don't know if that will ever mm-hmm. play in a movie theater, but who knows. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Speed, I was fully locked in on. <laughs> so uh, you you had some thoughts about Speed. Well, you also, did you come I liked up with speed your fuck, too. Mary, Kill? Um, no, I couldn't think of a last guy in Speed, I guess. Yeah. I think of someone else. Um, well, that'll be too easy because you're not into Patrick Swayze, I guess. <laughs> but I texted you when I started watching it and I said, I've already very clearly found an FM for you, which is I think you'd marry Keanu and fuck Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I had no idea Jeff Daniels was in Speed. No, <laughs> nor did I. No earthly idea. Apparently, Jeff Daniels, like, when he was making the movie, was, like, pretty vocal about the fact that he thought the movie was going to be terrible. And then he... I think that's and fair. Saw, the premise of the movie is, like, there's a bus. The premise of the movie is so what? <laughs> well, for starters, this is what happens to me sometimes. So I watch Speed on a um, 
just like I Google searched to find a free stream of it. Right. And right, so like right, sometimes right. you don't know if you're like watching the the right thing, what's going on. Right. Something happened. Yes. I clicked the Matrix on Netflix and then it like started so fast I was like, Oh my god, I I like literally texted you, I was like, Am I watching the correct version of this movie? Um, yes. But speed starts out <laughs> so fast. There's no way that they just like casually like introduce you to characters or anything like that. No. You're just like in it. No. There's like an elevator yep. of uh, of hostages. There's a guy trying to blow up a building. And you're- Dennis Hopper in actually, I think, a pretty fun performance. Yeah. No, he's good. <laughs> like, I think he was really good. <laughs> Yeah. I, um, I, th- I had the same thing. It starts out and they're just like, we like we're dropped in, in media res. There are people like trapped in an elevator and Keanu and Jeff Daniels are like trying to get him out. And I was like, Oh, this is probably just like a cold open to be like, look, he's the guy that comes in when there's an emergency, you mm-hmm. know? And then I was like, Oh no, this is like t- kind of taking longer. There's like developing this villain. Clearly is like a whole like, uh, like oh what'd you do with that hostage at one time I shot the hostage and that pays out like immediately yeah. and I was like this is like a little mini movie going on right here and I was like I guess that makes sense because like it can't be two hours of them on a bus like why did you think that's what this movie hey, was Meg? like just two hours straight of them on a buff that bus that doesn't make any sense and then immediately the second they get on the bus they're on the bus for just yes. <laughs> it's like the rest well, of the movie on, on the, the bus subway. except for Yes. And so, like, the bus, like, there's, this movie has, like, four endings. It's, like, I'm, like, when they get on the subway, I'm, like, what the fuck is happening? This is a masterpiece. So, I, I read that, because, you know, I'm big on IMDb trivia, that apparently mm-hmm. they, like, ran out of money when they were making this. And so, when they showed it mm-hmm. to, like, the test audience, they just did, like, the story, like, an animated storyboard for the subway scene to be, like, this is how the movie would end. Are you pro? Why doesn't it just end <laughs> on the bus? <laughs> Apparently, everyone was pro with the subway scene so that they got more money and they finished it out <laughs> the way that we that saw it. That is so funny. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess it wouldn't be super satisfying if they were, like, I thought the end was going to be Keanu and Sandra Bullock like kiss on the ground and then it shows like the SWAT team finding Dennis Hopper but I guess they really want like Keanu on Dennis directly and then like how you can't create those stakes if Sandra's not there too right so I did like the whole time they were on the subway I'm like this is so unnecessary but when it cut to the scene where Sandra is handcuffed to the subway thing and Keanu's like protecting her with his whole body. I was like, okay, it's worth it. It was worth it for this scene. I really like that. Can you imagine? So Sandra Bullock has, they've both been on Ellen recently and she brought up the fact that she had a crush on him when they were filming the movie. And I'm like, of course you did. You are an actual human being. Yes, you would have a crush on Keanu Reeves in this movie. And then he was just on Ellen for the first time and Ellen brought it up and he was stunned by the fact that she had, and he was like, I had a crush on her. And I'm like, oh my God, I, what a fucking misconnection. Sandra Bullock went on to marry like a full on Nazi and she could have been with Keanu Reeves. Like, this is terrible. It's never happened to me, but I fully think the most devastating things in life is when someone like says 
I used to have a crush on you and that person <laughs> truly had no idea. You know, like I that always shake me to my core. Especially if it was someone like Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu. Oh my god. I could not. I would be so mad. Oh my god. He's so that cute. Was like that there's that I mean, we're both annoyed with Jimmy Fallon right now, but there's that clip of him when Nicole Kidman yeah. said that she had a crush on him and she like went to his apartment and thought it was a date and he did not treat it like yeah. that. And she was like, Oh yeah, no, I had a crush on you and he's like <laughs> you can see him like being like oh my god oh my god oh my god what happened to my life yeah <laughs> like <laughs> no it's it's crazy um another yeah. fact that i loved about speed was that they made him cut his hair because they're like his like long hair his like point break hair is not practical yes. for like a SWAT team member and that's the second speed started I was like I'm not going to be into this because I love point break hair Keanu especially but then like I'm halfway into speed and I'm like Keanu (laughs) there's so many fun IMDb facts like I was telling you yesterday (laughs) there's a fact that straight up says that to prepare for this role Keanu Reeves started working at a gold's gym for two months and I was like, two months? It's I, literally no time. Yeah, two months is no time at all. And also, like, a gold's gym? You're Keanu Reeves. Go to an Equinox, motherfucker. Oh, my God. He, well, you know him. He's, like, one of the people. Oh, he really He's is. He's the best. Um, okay. And so let's talk about the second... The, the reunion. Wait, real quick, for or for Speed. Okay. <laughs> I've had three or four people tell me, do not watch Speed 2. And I'm like, here's the thing. I was never going to watch Speed 2, but thank yeah. you. Thank you for letting me know. If you ever want to watch Speed 2, just watch Speed. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but let's get back into Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, their grand reunion. Oh <laughs> They're basically the, like, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks of art generation just kidding i mean probably not is 2006 our generation i was 13 so the lake house which is a movie that your family holds near and dear to their heart yes my sister and mother i guess mom i just know darcy liked it we probably like rented it from blockbuster video and darcy was like oh this must be what love is. You know, she was 10. <laughs> she hadn't met the Jonas and Brothers yet. She hadn't met the Jonas Brothers yet. And she was like, uh, and I just remember, like, it was one of those things where, like, for the next couple times we went to Blockbuster Video, she was like, the lake house? And I was like, no. No, we're not. <laughs> Something else. We're not watching the lake house. The lake house is quite possibly the longest movie I've ever seen in my life. It is like so. How long is it? It's like a hundred minutes. It's like actually not long at all. But like it is. It feels. I felt every. It's an hour forty-five. I felt every minute of that movie. It was just unreal. How long it felt. Unreal. It was also just like kind of maybe like one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Is so there's a time traveling mailbox and they send each other love letters. <laughs> yeah, and there's some Keanu's drama. hair is kind of wonky. Yeah, his hair isn't isn't peak. Um, it's very mid two thousands hair. I'll give it that. You yeah, know? like I understand <laughs> that that was hot at the time. I guess, but we do we do get some good turtlenecks. 
This must be like you love a turtleneck. The two thousands Keanu was like turtleneck season, because he does <laughs> a turtleneck in this one. And I think in something's got to give. He sports some turtlenecks as well. Oh, definitely. And then, of course, he a wears Diane a turtleneck Keaton. at the farmers market like it's his job. Well, and that's why Francis McDormand's like, "Hey, here's the thing. Do you want to sleep with my sister?" And he was like, "Yes," yeah. because I knew she would smell good. That's like something he fully says in that movie. He's like, I knew that you would smell good. And I was like, what? I've seen all your plays. How's my Keanu? I feel like it's getting a little better. I feel like it's getting a little better. I, like, I just like, if someone said to me, I like knew you would smell good, I I feel like I would like run away. But what if Keanu Reeves said it oh, to yeah. you? Keanu Reeves said it to me, I'd be done for. I miss your scent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the lake house. It's like it's unfortunate because like some movies are so dumb they're fun. That movie was not yeah. um, for me. And if like anyone else was cast in that movie, I would have turned it off. Yeah, there's absolutely no way I would have sat through it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just. But you did. I did. And wasn't it wasn't it not a waste of your time at all? Aren't you so glad? I you mean, did? I watched it while no, I was at work, so I wouldn't say it was necessarily a waste of my time. <laughs> but. Time was already being wasted, am I right? Hey. <laughs> Work. But yeah, so that wasn't, that to me, that wasn't peak. Um, you didn't watch Parenthood, but I did. And Keanu did Reeves not. is obviously not the star of the movie. But, you know, I was a little bored, and I liked the TV show. And so I was like, sure, why not? I'll give this a try. And he plays like a very Bill and Teddy kind of character Mm -hmm. just like the like Mm -hmm. stoner high school boyfriend um but like he's cute and there's some newton boys jumping around so like gotta love that (laughs) anytime any boy jumps on another boy (laughs) noriega is like they're newton boys (laughs) (laughs) they're newton boys and yeah i was looking at my letterbox the other day and i gave newton boys a five uh (laughs) Like, I think it's a goof, and uh, now I feel like I can't change it. <laughs> this is why you can't be trusted. I after This is absolutely why I can't I rated just- Speed 4, and one of my friends mm-hmm. was like, what's your rating system out of? Because I was like, this movie is a masterpiece. It's amazing. I love everything about it. It's so wild. It's incredible. And they were like, 4 out of 10? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was like, it's out of 5, but like... I can't, like, in good conscience be like, this is a four and a half or a five. And I looked through, like, what my four and a halfs and fives are, and they're, like, movies I will watch, like, over and over again until the end of time. Yeah. Speed might be a four and a half. I don't know. I'll have to give it another Mm -hmm. go. But anyway, you watched um, Bill and Ted, though. I did watch Bill and Ted. What were your takeaways from that? So, I mean, it's so much more, like... (laughs) educational than I thought. I think I watched it in school. It's very, that's so funny because like, I remember watching it when I was younger and being like, oh, and like, I always just remembered it as like, oh, those like stoner kids who travel through time and like play guitar not well, you know? (laughs) Um, But then like full on, it's like rated PG and it is like an educational film where they like actually are like, yeah. oh, look, it's Aristotle and Socrates. Yeah, <laughs> like, I really think it's just very strange. <laughs> I think I watched it in middle school. That's so funny. Yeah, it's like fully c- could be played in school. And in my head, I just was like not remembering it that way. Yeah. 
And well, but then they talk about like babes a lot, you know. Yeah. And they're making another one, right? And yes. I think I've heard that him and the other guy in the movie are like good friends in real life. I don't know what the other. I've never actor's seen Bogan Bogus Journey. Oh yeah, no. Like so, there was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and then Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and now they're working on been like Bill and Ted Face the Music or something like that. Well, apparently. Keanu's very good friends with the other actor whose name I can't think of and so he's like in every one of his movies oh, which like that's so sweet Alex Winter which, <laughs> I just looked it up I did not know that leads me to bring up something that I think is very funny as far as Keanu Reeves is concerned for starters I was out on Friday night and I was wearing a Keanu Reeves shirt because I buy into my obsessions, um, maybe mm-hmm. a little too much at times. But Correct. someone was like, oh, like Keanu Reeves is on your shirt. Is that Keanu Reeves? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, what has he been up to? And I'm like, what has he been up to? Keanu's having this amazing <laughs> year. And I yeah, run- how have you not been up to date on the revolution? Well, and I was just like, oh yeah, I mean like, well, he the newest John Wick, he's in um, Toy Story Four, and this guy like literally said to me, oh, I didn't know he was in those about the John Wick movies. He is John Wick. He is John Wick. <laughs> I was on the phone with you and I yelled, it's the titular yes, role. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's something. But so. Our dear, dear, sweet Keanu Reeves. Um, I think he's just kind of like the nicest man in Hollywood. And I think he probably just like has a lot of people approach him and are like, hey, will you be in my movie? I'm still trying to figure out why he's in SPF 18. I've Google searched it. I, I, I really wanted to I really wanted to get to SPF 18. <laughs> you should. It's <laughs> really something to treasure for all of time, all of eternity. Um Oh, it doesn't even look like it was even rated on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to create an account just so I can give it, like, a 1%. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, and so he's, like, he's been in so many movies, but, like, it's so peaks and valleys. Like, did you know he was in um, a movie called Replicas last year with Thomas Middleditch? Okay. I remember that this movie came out, and I remember not seeing it. (laughs) It has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds like a reason not to see it. But it has Thomas Middleditch, so, I mean, whatever. But, yeah, so that's all to say that Baby Boy over here has some real peaks and valleys. There are movies, and there's one on Amazon Prime called Generation Um, dot, dot, dot. 0%. 0%. Oh, boy. I'd never even seen him. 0%. 0%. <laughs> 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've also never seen a movie with a 0%. But I'm like, there are a handful of movies that didn't have any rating at all. Um, let's see. There's 19 on his credits, uh, on his filmography that don't have any ratings. But so his average rating... On Rotten Tomatoes, do you want to take a guess? I had already sent you my spreadsheet. I think you sent it to me. You sent it to me, so it's not fun. Um, I don't believe you're going to get it right, though. Was it in the 60s? 54. 54. 54.62 is his average run. And I mean, obviously, that's not completely dependent on him. Yes. But also. Because, like, how much is he really in SPF 18? Right. (laughs) And of the ones that we've seen recently, his average 
uh, Rotten Tomato score, we saw more of the better ones. His average score mm-hmm. is 77.38. Okay. Okay. So nice. it'd be a little higher well. because you've seen more of the John Wicks. And like the John Wicks are actually like critically received pretty well. Yes, they are. What's what's like his what are his top five highest ratings while you're looking at Yeah, it right so now? his top ones are ninety eight percent for Toy Story Four, which like mm-hmm. Duke Kaboom, am I right? <laughs> um, and then it's speed with ninety or sorry, ninety eight for Toy Story Four, ninety four for speed, a movie called Side by Side, which oh, it's a documentary that he made. Okay. Um, which okay. is a ninety three. Parenthood is ninety three. Dangerous Liaisons, 93. Always Be My Maybe is 91, which I find to be surprising, but alas. That is surprising. But this is, like, that thing where you can't really trust Rotten Tomatoes because, like, all you, like I bet Always Be My Maybe is a lot of people's, like, 3 out of 5, mm-hmm. which is, like, like still could be a positive rating, but, like, it's not like it's the best movie, yeah. you know? Much Do About Nothing, 90. John Wick, 3. 89. I should rewatch that Much Ado About Nothing. I really liked that when I watched I've it. I've actually never school, seen it. They were making fun of it last night. Um, <laughs> John Wick 2. And then there's the Animatrix was actually rated a little bit higher than the Matrix. That's 89, Matrix 88. And it's like about like the top 10 or so. But yeah. Cool. So, um, oh, Bill and Ted is a 78. Point Break is a 68, lol. That's absolute, that's absolute garbage. Is it really? But like Letterboxd really likes Point Break, so. Well, Point Break's a great movie. But like also like I really love Destination Wedding. That's a 51. In my head, in my head Point Break was a 91 and I think I must just have been thinking that it came out in 91. Yes, it came out in 91. <laughs> Something's got to give has to be high 80s. Tell me it's high 80s. Is that what you want to lock in on? That's mm-hmm. 72. Fucking A. I mean, <laughs> do I have bad taste? I think you need to no, start the world that's wrong. Going on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Um, no. But yeah, like I... I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. I personally loved Destination Wedding. Like, it's the kind... Like, I recommend mm-hmm. it to a ton of people. And I'm... That's so funny I'm like, to me. Should that I? movie kind of came and went in my brain. Oh, I, like, I want to rewatch it. I didn't get to for this. <laughs> but, like, I loved it. And I think maybe it's because, like, the thing about Keanu Reeves is he's not the most expressive and typically when he Mm -hmm. is expressive it just doesn't come off as like how a normal human being would ever react to a thing right so like because he's kind of an alien yeah so he does like the like robotic thing very well which is why like the matrix works and like probably Mm -hmm. speed um you know my all-time favorite movie but in Destination <laughs> Wedding, he plays, like, very, like, deadpan, sarcastic, kind of, like, an unhappy asshole. And I think that, mm-hmm. like, his, his you know, situation works well It just that. makes you happy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I don't know. I loved it. But yeah, and then Always Be My Maybe. Like, I literally just watched that movie so I could see Keanu Reeves. And it, he was in it more than the trailer led us to believe. That's I thought there was gonna be like a half a scene of Keanu, and it was 
a full two, and I was happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, I will go back and rewatch just the scenes, just so we can hear. Did you watch the the always be my baby? They were like, uh, there's like a blooper reel. And it shows him walking into, like, the room and being like, well, when I was on speed, you know, I told the director. And then he's like, I can't do that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, because I think he's, like, all improvised or something, right? Yeah. It's, like, really goofy but really funny. I I love Keanu. I'm going to rewatch those scenes. I think that, like, also, like, so, I and I know, like, this is, like, kind of bullshit, but I looked it up and his net worth is, like, $360 So, like, he mm-hmm. also, like, I think he, like, is in these movies just because, like, he's like, why not? Like, it's a way to pass the time. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I think, I think he enjoys, like, I think he likes acting, think too. He like, loves I mean, a movies? lot of people, I think he loves movies. Gosh, he loves movies. <laughs> he loves watching them and he loves making them. Just- I really do think he just thinks it's, like, fun. Like, he's like, oh, I get paid to go do whatever? Like, that sounds fun. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think some actors, like, kind of lose that, like, later on, and I think he still is just, like, loves yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of what I love about him is, like, there's a lot of, like, swings and misses, but, like, at least he's still out there. Like, yeah, it's, like, how he you passes time. You cannot watch that video of him recording Duke Kaboom oh. and not be, like, what a joy. I know. What a joy. He's, the, he's like, every, <laughs> like, when Duke Kaboom came on screen, I got so excited. And apparently it was his idea the that they start, that they do the posing. Yeah, he was, like, that would that. be in character. And I was, like, for an action figure? Okay, <laughs> sure. I that love That could be a character trait. So should we talk about our love for Toy Story 4? Toy Story, I know we were yeah. Think- I think at one point. I think we should just cap off with cap off with Toy Story 4 thoughts. Yes. Which is just that we both loved oh it. Oh, my God. It's so. So here's the thing. And, like, uh, the movies I've been seeing recently in theaters, I wouldn't say are comedies. Um, more so dramas. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, with the exception, like, the last, like, comedy I saw was. Well, I guess late night, but late night oh, yeah. and like book smart. Kind of... Right, but like Yeah. Um Toy Story It's just like blockbuster season. Yeah. Toy Story though, I laughed so many times. Like my theater oh my was like cackling. And like I saw it again I... last night and everyone loved it. And it's just like to me, like that's so great. And it's like even the things you should like... be laughing about, like the suicidal spork is like not Oh my gosh. The like extended five minute sequence. Like it is such a long time of us just watching a montage of Forky trying to jump in the trash. And I every time he did it. I thought it was so funny. Every time Forky like, says, I'm trash, I'm I trash. die. And then he jumps out the window and is like, I'm litter. I'm free. I'm litter. <laughs> I'm litter. Oh, my God. I just could not handle. Oh, my gosh. It's like, I just really thought that was like truly, truly funny. And like to like how funny it is that he's just a spork because then it cuts later on to like Woody's dragging the spork or dragging Forky down the road and he just like keeps getting dragged and then he'll walk for a little and then gets dragged and then he's like, carry me. Oh my God. No, it's... I think Forky is like like really potentially could be my favorite character of the year. (laughs) Like I was so bummed that the second half has left Forky and I understand. But that's where we got Duke. It's like... 
Yeah, this is more of a Woody movie yeah. than like a Toy Story movie, but like uh, Forky is a star. Forky is so <laughs> fun. I, God bless that little spork. I like want a Forky stuffed animal of some sort. <laughs> I know at Alamo they have like it set up so you can make. Make your, make your own, own forky. forky. I might have to do that. But I'm also like, what parents would let their child like sleep with a spork? I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I thought... Walmart has a forky plush. Oh my God, I need it. Gotta get it. I'll go today. <laughs> Can I pick it up in store right now? It's out of stock. Oh, Fuck. God damn it. Um, but yeah, so Toy Story 4, I like didn't think I needed another Toy Story, truth be told. I watched Toy Story 3 on the plane just a couple of weeks ago, so mm-hmm. I wasn't like that excited. And then on Thursday, I was like, well, I might as well see it, so I have another Keanu movie just like locked and loaded. And then I was like, I love this. Like, I laughed so yes. much more than I thought I would, and I tear up at the end of it, and I was just like, thank you, Disney Pixar this is incredible they really like they like that's the thing I think everyone was like Toy Story 3 had such a like like good ending you know like a lot of people said that they thought that was like really paid off really well Mm -hmm. and you know like a good capper on the trilogy and so when this was announced and it's also been in like development hell for like ages like they had so many issues with the script and the director and the John Lasseter drama and everything and I think everyone had really low expectations and were annoyed that this could come in and kind of ruin, you know, what they thought of as a perfect series. Mm-hmm. And then like in the trailer, when it showed Forky uh, suicidal spork, I was like, all right, fuck. I mean, I'll, I'm interested. What about every time like, <laughs> I don't, I don't trust you yet, but I'm interested. What about every time it's like googly eye, we just like droop. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Forky, Forky, like, do you, and then like his arm would get pulled all the way to one side, and they'd have to fix him. Like, Forky's so bootleg. It's so it's cute, just, though. And it's so, I mean, it's so perfect for like what they're trying to like do because this is like, I mean, they're like, like I, I said, I think this is more of a Woody story, and like Woody has to like explain to Forky like his whole methodology, and Forky like does not get mm-hmm. it, and it like I think you know makes Woody question his beliefs and everything, and I think, like I don't know, like I think it was just like really like a good addition, yeah. and like a lot of the time they do like people make sequels or remakes, and it's like does this have a purpose to exist, like. Does Aladdin have a purpose to exist? I don't really think so. Does, you know, I don't know. Like, the that new Ghostbusters that was, like, a sequel. Like, not really. But this, I was like, nope, you got me. Yeah. This is perfect. This is amazing. Do you think that they'll make another one? Like, I kind of hope it's not, like, trying to, like, know. spin off into, like, other reboot, characters. Reboot. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I'd be happy if it stopped here. Mm-hmm. But... If they have more things to, like, if they come up with another good idea that I'd be interested, I guess, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff I feel like, you know, and this is a lot of, I probably shouldn't listen to that film spotting episode because I'm like parroting a lot of what's being said there, but they talk about like how a lot of people say, you know, some of the themes from one, two, and three are kind of recycled, like how important it is to have a kid and like not being the favorite and being abandoned Mm. and you know kids growing out of you yada 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 and like 
they were saying, I mean, even like Duke Kaboom in this one, they're like, Duke Kaboom's whole thing is that he could never live up to his commercial. Like, how funny. <laughs> how like, every time they're like, if there's more kids like, name, that, like, this yeah, is for Jean Pierre. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was French. It was like, Renault. Yeah, I love how absurdly Canadian he is. It like makes yes. me so happy. Every, every yeah. scene Duke Kaboom is in, I love. I'm obsessed. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Also, so. I like I ju- I so the first time I saw it, I full on jumped at one bit, and then yesterday I was like, you know, you know what's coming, and I jumped again. Yeah. Like there's a legitimate <laughs> jump scare in this movie. Yes. And I yes. think that's so. I fun. mean, <laughs> those are very creepy. <laughs> it's a very creepy thing. But also, <laughs> if we're trying to not have spoilers, this is the only Toy Story movie with a G rating. And I would have assumed it'd be the other way because there are some really creepy ass characters. <laughs> if I saw that as a child, that is I would be scared. I mean, like, I mean, the Toy Story movies have always been like very existential, but this is like, I don't know. I feel like there's something we said about like people our age like being really tied to these movies because it's like they've grown and like had themes that like we've been interested in like our whole lives, mm-hmm. you know. And, but I think, like, you know, this one made me really think, like, this is, like, I mean, it's just for everyone. Like, kids are, like, oh, look, fun toys. And people our age are, like, a suicidal spork. And, like, grown people are, like, should I retire? (laughs) So, like, it's just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, no, I loved it. I thought they did such a good job. And, and like, it made me just, like, very happy. And yeah, it's just it's just fun. But surprisingly, it's quote unquote not performing well. Yeah, I mean it's doing fine. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, one thing I do want to point out, or I want to rewatch the first one because the movie opens with like a big, it's like storming out and it's raining a lot, mm-hmm. and the rain mm-hmm. looks so realistic. It's like yes. actually like the visuals are incredible. The first the visuals of the first one, uh, I mean, it's still like a very good movie, but it's not. It I know, but like I want to see like the disparity of it because like I was like I remember I was like, how are these are these movies animation? Like what am I watching? There's the detail in this one, like they're just flexing. Yeah. Like the cat. Because oh. like they get away with like you forget since you're watching toys that like don't move that much you know like there's only so much they can really do but then like you see like the rain and like they're the gutter and the yeah. cat and like things that are real things and you're like oh my god that looks real that was, like that was exactly my thought i was like did they change this so it's like actual physical rain like what and like are they yeah. shooting with like real toys like what is going on yeah is this animation and then yeah obviously you're kind of brought back to the movie but i was just like stunned by that so, yeah. Cool. But yeah. And also yeah. Duke Kaboom. Anyway. I mean, it's just really a, a very consistent series. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. Part of the um, Master Pancake last night, there was a drinking game. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember all of the different components. It was like every time Keanu Reeves uh, is interrogated at a desk, we had to yell, whoa. And then you're supposed to drink. And then the other one <laughs> right. was like, every time he looks at a mirror and is confused, you have to drink. And then the third one was every time he goes to an underground rave, 
because in like every Matrix oh my movie, and <laughs> like there's like a handful of movies where he's like at an underground rave. Yeah, like, Keanu just <laughs> loves an underground rave. I guess. I love that for but, him. Yeah, so, and I guess we can consider the rave where we fi- we first meet Duke Kaboom, like inside yes. the toy. Yes, <laughs> inside the arcade. I game. think that counts. But, yeah. So, do you have any other? Do you want to, I can't remember if you asked me this, but I have an answer to rank your Toy Story movies, or do you think you need to rewatch one and two? Um, I probably need to rewatch, but I'd probably say one, four, two, three. Mm. Wow. Okay. I didn't know we'd differ this much. Yeah, yours is going to be like two, or you like one and two. Two, two, one, four, three. Yeah. Three's also my least favorite. But I think three's really good and it works on me, but you can feel them trying to like make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, don't like I am crying, but I know what you're trying to make me do here. Well, and so <laughs> like, for I hadn't seen three, like I said, until a couple weeks back. And like the thing was is like all of going into it, I was like, everyone talks about how sad this movie is. And then I was just like, I don't know. Like I don't think it's like that sad because also like i it came out the Bonnie. summer before i went to college yeah, okay that's fair <laughs> so i was just kind of having a real moment where i was like okay like i guess i'm also growing up and yeah. like maybe <laughs> so that was for me what got me about three that's fair i just like really love the bonnie character like to me she's like the sweetest mm-hmm. little girl she's so cute when she was in class and no one would play with her and then she makes forky oh my god yeah (laughs) that's when he he says something he's like she's like us trash (laughs) every time i love it i cannot recommend in fact my i don't know if my recommend for the week should be go see toy story 4 or go watch speed speed i'll recommend toy story 4 so you can recommend speed i'll do that watch speed rent it i might buy it i might just buy it on apple and that way i can have it at oh all times <laughs> do you think it, do you have it in 4k yeah i'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it in 4K. um but yeah anything else any other keanu thoughts besides we love him and we love how much he loves movies we love him. and how gosh how much he loves making movies we're just parodying <laughs> gosh when he got movies. his star on the hollywood walk I of love fame watching he like and I love making. He was just like the world's like he's like a big kid, <laughs> and he kept shaking his hair. Yeah. <laughs> for for listeners at home, I just also shook my hair. Me and Keanu have similar. You do. Right you now. do very similar. I was like for a second, I thought I was looking at Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank no, you. No, I love how he seemingly doesn't know how to run. That but he has to run in a lot of movies like. I love how sweet he is in real life. I love everything about him. And Keanu Reeves, if you're listening to this, I would like to marry you. <laughs> just, just consider this a formal just proposal. Just so you can t- say, I knew you would smell good. <laughs> oh, God. I've seen all your, I've listened to all your podcasts. <laughs> I mean, come on, what a dream. All right, well, if there are no other thoughts, I guess we can just go ahead and wrap this up. Go watch Speed. Go watch Toy Story. Point Break. Point Break. You can watch Point Break. Something in my throat. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) All right. right. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.